two seconds. One, we're live. What's up, true believers, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, fireside chats on all things Marvel, and our MCU reviews. This is episode 41 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative here at the Penultimate Conquest, and today's topic is our discussion of Thor Ragnarok. If you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching this on YouTube, please consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget... Hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows like the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching this on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out, and we would love it if you give it to us, but if not, that is quite alright. those of you who do not know me, my name is Eric Ginn, your friendly neighborhood host for the evening, and alongside me today is the master of cinema himself, Christian Macias. Christian, how are you? I have two things to say. One, can't wait for the Batman. Two, thank you, Miyazaki. That's right. Batman and Elden Ring. Big things happening this week. Batman mm. reviews dropped today. Stellar. Some are calling it the greatest comic book movie ever made. Ruben? Wow, what do you that's think about crazy. that? That's cool. crazy. It's crazy. You know, like people forget that the great Christopher Nolan gave us three great films. All right. All right. <laughs> it's insanity. How you doing today, Eric? I'm, I'm doing good. And to answer your question, Christopher Nolan gave us an amazing movie, a very good movie, and uh, it was a good movie. So, What was the very matter. good movie? Oh, the very good is Dark Knight. The amazing one You're is Batman Begins. Insane. I love Batman Begins. So Batman, Batman Begins, Begins the best Batman movie so far. They're both, Live action. They're both very high tier for me. And I just prefer the... the, the Psychological horror side that comes with Batman. Yeah, no, Begins. no, you're definitely right. I, I, I'm not taking away from Batman Begins. It's very, very sinister. And now I got to watch the Dark Knight's it. third act is not that great. I would have to disagree. Either way, know. we're not here to talk Batman, Ruben. You're right. Although maybe later we'll talk Batman. Riddle me this, Ruben. Ha! I'm not a riddle. And of oh. course, that other voice you heard was, is not was, is our director himself, Mister. Ben Guerrero. See, I did it this time. Thank for you. Him. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good. How how are you doing, man? Your, your new place is looking good. It's looking good. Um, I might need a third. Uh, oh yeah, I don't think you case. need a, a broadcast a ad on this show. <laughs> a, a, third, a third bookcase. A third bookcase. Get your head out of the gutters, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, as you can see uh, to my left and my right, my DVDs are like fucking stacked. There you there. go again. Saying that word. Sorry, DVDs. my steelbooks. My steelbooks are fucking. My Blu-rays and steelbooks are fucking stacked over there, and it's not how I want it to be. But you know, we got the MCU in there, so that's all that matters. My first DVD was Jurassic Park three. I remember it. We got a DVD player, and then we got Jurassic Park three, and as. You know, 11-year-old kid, dinosaurs are great. When you get older, you get, like, this movie is not good. My first so. DVD was Fantastic Four from tw oh. 2005. The Chris mm -hmm. Evans... Uh... Flame On. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, all right. We, we understand. It's nostalgia for me. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, before we get into the news and our talk of the show, a little housekeeping here for the channel. Uh, we are in the middle of review season here for the spring, which is wild to think about. 
Uh, Christian put his Sifu review up a few weeks ago. Please go check that out on our YouTube. I am in the middle of working through Horizon right now, so I'm gonna have that review whenever I get it, you know, being a new dad and everything. I don't have a lot of time like I used to to play games for eight hours in a row. So I will get that up when it gets up. That's that's what's gonna happen. And that's Ryan fine. is smack dab in the middle of his Elden Ring playthrough to get that Elden Ring review for you guys. Man, that Elden Ring is hot right oh, now. You have no Everyone. idea. Everyone talking about it. I can't wait to play. My copy's supposed to be coming in today. But I digress. Uh, Two Ruben, things. Hmm. What's up, Christian? One, just just thank you for the support. Everyone has shown love on the the Sifu review. Uh, it's like over 300, 300 views. So like that's, a, that's very that's very nice. Uh, but two, I'm also working on a new video for for March um, for the channel. So this guy, the uh, powerhouse. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm also playing a lot of video games. It's fine. Uh, Ruben, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are doing Peacemaker Season 1 recap this week for Cross Media, right? We could use one more person for Peacemaker. Peace Walker. If you whatever like, the fuck it's called. If you like... Pe- <laughs> now you got me saying Peace Walker for our Metal Gear podcast. Uh, if you like Peacemaker Season 1 and you want to be on the show, hit Ruben up at that guy Tuesday on Twitter. And come be on the show. Tell us why you like John Cena so much. Um, also, this week... Uh, this week's conquest. I love this new thing. Ruben told us about it before the show. I love the name. Um, this week's conquest is he. Ruben is going back into the Forbidden West and streaming some Horizon Forbidden West some more. And you know he attacks these robot dinosaurs. And who's actually? He's typing this as I'm talking. Aloy's mom. Well, Ruben, if you would have played know, the first game, yeah. who you knows? Would have known, who knows? You would know. <laughs> Uh, who Aloy's quote-unquote It just is. upsets me. I'm sorry for spoilers for, for the Horizon Zero Dawn. Five-year-old five game. Five-year-old game. Turn it upsets five me that her name is Elizabeth and not Elizabeth. You know, that's all I'm saying. Just, 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 just add an age. Just a little bit. Just add an age. Those, that, that name is very real. <laughs> so what? Oh, either way. It is, but like for an American, you know, I just... Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. But we'll find out if she's and, actually Aloy's mom. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, and also this week, uh, the animation guys are attacking. Oh my god! I can't believe I did that. Attacking Attack on Titan. Um, more episodes. Apparently, it's good. That's what I hear. Worst oh. season. Just kidding. Probably the best season. Probably the most entertaining season I've ever seen of anime. That's not true. Jobless. You have never watched Food Wars, then. I have not watched Food Wars. That gets intense. Mm-hmm. I'm more into. I do want to watch Food Wars. It's I'm, really good. I'm more into uh, isekais. So, you're, you're what guys? You're into what guys? Isekais. So like, nice. I, I've died and I've gone into a video game world. Oh, yeah. like Ruben, the are you Sword excited? Art Online? That's like the worst one. I would say. Sao rocks. The first season of first SAO? season is great. Cool. Yes, yeah. and then they go crazy with it and. No. Yeah, yeah. Am I excited for what, Christian? For Spoken, the game. Gonna be good. Yeah, man. And guess what, Eric? Guess what comes out this week? Grand Triangle Strategy, and watch it oh, soar right. the fucking roof. All right. That's right. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Did you I, see I haven't how heard many, anything about it. Did you see how many points I got off for Destiny Two? <laughs> Twenty points. Oh, uh, I didn't know. What? Are you for real? 20 points, yeah. I got that many. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. I have to check this. Real I quick. gotta double check, but I, I'm pretty sure I. I I'm checking it right I, now. When I checked it, it, it was twenty. Ben, bucks. fill some time. Um, are you gonna be, are you gonna be playing Ligma? Nah, <laughs> I don't play Ligma. I heard that's a very dirty game. You know. Um. Destiny 2, I got 19 points from it. Yeah, Shit. man. Oh I was God. I was in second place, and then you got the Destiny 2 stuff, and it dropped me all the way down. I was only supposed to get, like, six points for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's okay. Who? You want to know why? 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 I have literally uh, five games coming out in the next month and a half. <laughs> I got Lego Thank Star God I'm not Wars. Ruben. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's supposed to hit, uh, it says here. It's yeah, April 5th. It, exactly. April 5th. Then I have, uh, like I said, pri- Triangle Strategy uh, on this m- Friday. Then I have uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land 325. And you know everybody loves Kirby. You know it. You just know it. Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo. I'm not too sure about this game. It doesn't look good. I always get this confused with Ghost Runner for some reason. Thinking like, didn't that game already come out? Odd. Yeah, it's very. Ghost Runner is gonna be a free PS Plus game. Yeah, play yeah. it. It's really good. Yeah. So it's exciting stuff. It's exciting. Yeah, stuff. I can't believe I got that many points for Witch Queen. That's. Awesome. I know it's it's fucking insane. Should not hey, have gotten. People it. like that Destiny. Um, all right, housekeeping out of the way. Let's get into the Marvel news of the week and a little slow. I just got some fun things. So the new Morbius trailer came out, and it's very okay. That's about it. That's okay. Say. I'm tired of seeing fucking trailers for this movie. You know, I've been seeing trailers for like three years at this point. I'm exaggerating. It's been about year three years since like, we knew Come about on. The first trailer, I think, came out January of 2020. So it's just, yeah. this movie's going to come and go. Enough. And Enough. So... Oh, we'll pay. We'll, Ruben will review it for the channel. He'll go there. And My watch mic. It. No, I will not be watching that. My mic was muted for I don't know how long. <laughs> okay. Um, other important news: No Way Home 4K. We finally have a release date, April 12th. It's very soon. Uh, speaking of speaking of Spider Man, Spider Man got cake. Did you know this, Ruben? Did you hear about this? No. Are you gonna refer to like an ass? Yeah. Apparently, Ruben, did you know that one of the Peter Parkers wore a fake butt for No Way Home? I didn't need to know that. That's what, but Andrew said it was not Toby because he says he saw Toby's butt and Toby's got back. So, uh, just fun little know. news to throw. throw so, was it Andrew? Huh? I don't know. I don't know who. I, it's got to be Benedict Cumberbatch. It's one of those logic. It's one of those logic puzzles. Where you're trying oh, to one of the Peter Parkers. Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking of Benedict Cumberbatch, you're right. He got his Hollywood star today. Good. That's he deserves cool. it. He deserves it. Kevin Feige called yeah. him the center point for the MCU going forward. I'm like, that's... I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, anywho, Christian has something he would like to say. Christian, go ahead. Yes. There were rumors uh, circling the internet last week, which I didn't necessarily believe. And the rumors were that a trailer was imminent for the fourth Thor movie, Thor: Love and Thunder, which is great because we're you know we're reviewing Ragnarok today. Um, that week came and went. There was no uh, trailer for Love and Thunder. My question to you folks is, when do we see it? Because honestly, I think Marvel Studios, as of lately, has been holding on to trailers closer and closer to release. Yeah, 
Love and Thunder isn't until when? Like November? Is that June when the fall? June or July. That's a summer movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotta oh, be. it's got to be. You know, I take, it, I take it back. There's got to be a trailer soon. Nah. It's, yeah. Nah. Right? I'm saying. Late March? We will, we will get a. Oh, no. Eric froze. Oh, man. I, I really wanted to hear what he was going to say, too. Say that again, Eric? Oh, he's back. I said, we, I assure you, we probably will get a trailer for Moon Knight. I would I I w- would hope that we get a trailer mid Moon Knight because it starts at the end of this month. Well, at the end of uh, March. If I'm not con- if I'm not wrong. Wait, why are you guys talking about Moon Knight? Because no, Moon no. Knight comes first. What it's I'm Moon Knight. Then we will we already get... got a Moon Knight trailer. No, I'm saying the show, the yeah. Moon Knight show starts uh, March 25th. If I'm not mistaken. March 30th. March 30th. So I would like the trailer for um, Thor Love and Thunder to come at least the midway point of like Moon Knight. April? Mid-April is what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. actually, you know what? I, I would even say pr- probably after uh, Multiverse of Madness, but I know that's definitely not possible. I know, no I know, I know it's not There's possible. There's no way. I mean, Marvel loves tying trailers to like big sporting events. What big sporting what? events is, is in March? Of course, March Madness. Is it that uh, big? I don't know. Uh, but ESPN does not have anything with March Mad- to do with March Madness. So yeah, they mm. college for that. basketball. Yes, that is college uh, basketball. Wow. So what I was what I was saying, uh, Christian, is that I think we're gonna get the trailer before Moon Knight starts. So like in Got March, it. we're gonna get it because let's see, we had about four months. It was. August 23rd, I think, when we got the first Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. And that's, what, about four months out? So, yeah. Um, it's July 8th. Right. Yeah. July 8th is Thor. But it's wild. Also, we're getting a Black Panther movie this year. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't yeah. see, I don't see and They're not even happening. done with it yet. I don't see that Either happening. way. They're going to push that movie. Oh, my God. Also, did you see this? You know what? Never mind. We're not gonna, we're gonna, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. okay. Um. All right. No one's got anything further. It's time to get into our topic of the show, which is. You get clipped it, is, it is time to talk about Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok released on November 3rd, 2017, with a budget of $180 million, box office $854 million. I want to point this out. A Thor movie, Thor movie, made more money than a movie that had Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and The Flash, and the Justice League. A Thor movie made more than the Justice League that year, which is No, we did Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, still, that movie was not like, very good, was it? Yeah, like, still, like, though, we have a Justice League movie and a, a Thor movie, which was, you know, at the time, Thor was not very beloved. Made way more. I thought that was wild. So... Uh, just in uh, context, Thor one made four hundred forty nine point three million, and I believe. Give me a second. Let me get. Uh, Dark World. I think Dark World was like six hundred and fifty. So oh, six hundred forty four point eight. Okay, so it like uh, rose up exponentially. Definitely think the word of mouth with this movie helped. And I also think the change of director helped a lot. Uh, yes. Speaking of director, no more Kenneth Branagh. Taika Waititi directed this movie. 
uh, screenplay by Eric Pearson, Craig Kyle, Christopher L. Yost, which those guys had to help in Thor Dark World. So talk about a glow up. Um, mm. All right, let's talk about, before we, like, we get into these movies, uh, theater experience. Ruben, do you remember your theater experience for Thor Ragnarok? I do. I went to Alamo Draft House, and I got a nice mug out that's probably up there somewhere. Um, it was, I don't remember the theater experience itself. I just remember where I went, <laughs> but so I was Lion King mug. That's oh, really cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mondo. Yes. Uh, but, uh, I would have to say that Thor Ragnarok really surprised me. Like, um, it we'll was... do initial, we'll do initial thoughts. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. So should be in Christian her, is getting uh, something. What should is be Christian underneath in? the changing table. Yeah, I'm back. If it's on, it's on the get? table. Coffee table. It referred to Eric's question, so I had to I had to go find stuff. Okay. Oh man, I should have brought these out way earlier. What did you get? Um. So for my theater experience, I forgot when I moved to Portland. Um. I started going to the IMAX theaters here at the Regal. And this is back in the heyday when they would give out these like collectible physical IMAX cards. And so I have a ton of big blockbuster IMAX stuff. Most of it is Marvel. Um, and we've already covered some of the movies beforehand, but the Thor Ragnarok one, since we're, we're watching, uh, we're talking about it today, I'll pull out the Thor Ragnarok one. That's cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. That looks sick. Yeah. So, I mean, I have, I have tons of these. Yeah, I mean, most of them are, are Marvel, so... Yeah, that was my, my theater experience was a, a IMAX Regal here in the Portland area. It was awesome. Not much else to say. Love me my popcorn movies and IMAX. Mm. Nice. That's a good cup. Nice cup. That is a good cup. That's a good cup. Uh, I remember my experience. Like When this movie came out, I was actually on vacation uh, at Disney World, so I couldn't see it opening weekend. It's very blurry, at, Christian. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, we went back and saw it right when we came back and had a, had a great time, which leads into initial thoughts. I'm going to give you guys about a minute or two. Tell me what you think about Thor Ragnarok before we really get the nitty gritty. So, Christian, I'm going to start with you first this time. What do you think? Thor Ragnarok is different in the best possible way. And you can tell that because of the trailer that uh, released um, before the movie even came out. That is why I think this movie was so successful, is that you could tell this Thor was going to be way different from everything from its costume design, uh, the locations, to the overall tone. And when you, the moment you hit play, you're proven right, because Taika Waititi has a de definite kind of style and, and, and demeanor in terms of like his, his, the way he wants actors to deliver lines. From the very first kind of uh, lines that Thor's speaking, you can tell this is going to be a different movie in the best possible way. And Taika delivers. Like, what an amazing, finally, a, an actually great Thor movie. Like, I, there are, like, small issues that I have with it, but otherwise, I think this is, like, a fantastic ride from start to finish. And I don't feel its length. It's just funny, left and right hilarious. And I think it does a really great job of, of further building Thor and Loki's character without, like, being too, like, slow and uh, kind of... A, serious about it it's just like a light hearted way with these warm-hearted elements just burst throughout great movie nice uh ruben what about you 
This movie was actually definitely a, everything Christian said was right on point. Like this movie, I hated Thor. Like up until this movie, like this movie changed the whole attitude I had towards Thor because I I, I just didn't really understand why, like. We had Chris Evans, who was, well, Captain America, who was, like, the 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 Boy Scout. We had uh, Iron Man, who was, like, the, the jokester. And then we had Thor, who was just that guy. Does mother know if you were Yeah, it, it just didn't fit up until this movie. This movie was phenomenal. I loved every second of it. I finally understand... The relationship between Thor and Loki in this movie, you know, um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to, 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 to it, perfect movie, Taika Waititi, perfection. Um, I really like this movie. Um, I don't like it as much as the internet does. Um, uh, I think it's, I think it's a very good movie. Uh, I think it's a, was a step in the right direction. Um, I think there one way too many jokes in this movie. Some that don't land very much. Um, but this movie has a lot of heart to it, which I think the first two Thor films were lacking, other than the Thor Loki stuff. Um, so this is this is a really fun one. This is the one you can just put in the background and play. This is like Tessa's most watched Marvel movie because she just lets it play because it's colorful, it's funny, and it's just a fun adventure. Um, so before we get further into our discussion, here is a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, which is why we partnered up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listened in every major platform podca- pop, ugh, podcast platform. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Following the link in the description below lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support the show. Buzzsprout. Yeah. Yeah. So, going into discussing questions here... Um, so I remember in 2014 when they announced this movie, this was supposed to be very different than the, the 80s buddy cop movie that we got. It was actually supposed to fit the really? tone. Yeah, this was actually supposed to fit the tone of the Thor dream scene in Age of Ultron. Um, which I'd be interested to see what they could have done with that. Yeah. Because uh, that would be kind of cool to make it look like, you know, most Norse tales of Ragnarok. Uh but I, I I think this was the much better choice. Yeah, I think the route they took was much better because I even remember I think uh, Chris Hemsworth was having trouble just like with the previous versions of Thor, and I think he said Taika Waititi really helped him recapture his love for the character, and now he loves doing it, and he's in a fourth movie, which is wild. Like considering all the other movies that Thor would be the one to get four movies, that's that's insane. Absolutely. I was about to bring it up that, that Chris Hemsworth no longer wanted to be Thor anymore because it was like nobody was writing his character well and he didn't just didn't like acting as him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Taika made him fall in love with the character all over again. And here we are. Like this is like I can't imagine Thor any other way now. 
yeah than exactly where he is now yeah mm-hmm. like, i like he's he's jokester now he's got some jokes because i mean there has to be a little bit of brevity to all this you know shakespearean family drama so um so my next question is you, is hold on i'm sorry oh go ahead it's supposed to be a lot darker the first thing i ever heard about thor ragnarok was that it was supposed to be the rumor was that it was going to be a thor and hulk buddy cop movie yeah mm-hmm. Which I think would have slapped just as just as hard as whatever as Ragnarok ended up being. Is I remember in the showcase, I remember like the the Thor Ragnarok when we got trailers and promotions. It had like that '80s font and everything. Yeah. The first one, it looked more like I remember it was like iron or something that was um, hammered away and it had like Thor Ragnarok and like looking like lava. So. Uh, uh, either way, I, th- I think everyone is happy with the product that came yeah. out. I also remember uh, uh, people have uh, been uh, when people first heard that it was going to be a Planet Hulk movie. Everybody was for me. It sounded like everybody was in uproar. Like, oh, we don't need like Hulk and Thor in the same movie. Like, just do a Planet mm-hmm. Hulk movie by itself. But of mm-hmm. course, because. I know, yeah, because um, Universal owns the rights of uh, Hulk, it's kind of impossible. Universal is just like, yeah, you guys, what, Universal has done what we want Sony to do with Spider-Man. Like, yeah, you guys do whatever the fuck you want with the character. Just make sure you give us the money. <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, like, as long as he can't have a solo movie. Yeah. Yep. And, like, to be fair, I think the way they use Hulk is much better in the MCU now. I, I'm glad he doesn't have any more solo films. I think All right. um, him being like a side supporting role is much better for him. Um, Can I just say, too, one of the strengths of Thor Ragnarok, for me, just because we're on the topic of Hulk, um, kind of re- reminded me of it. I think why I love it so much is that it's kind of our first sort of real introduction into getting like solo stories in the MCU, right? Like, this is a Thor movie, but it uses supporting casts from other, like, MCU properties. Like, we're getting another Avenger in it. Yeah. And, like, this is what kind of started, like, the sure, Bucky is, is in, like, the Captain America movies as well, right? Or, like, you know, Anthony Mackie, of course, but using another, like, existing Avenger or, like, another person that's in, like, in the MCU that don't normally interact with each other, like, was a little bit unprecedented. And for Thor to kind of kick it off that way, I thought was, was awesome because it, it works. Like, seeing these characters interact and go do something else not related to like a big threat or like the Avengers, like just works. It's awesome. That's a good point. Um, So I have my notes here and I think I'm just going to pick and choose a random order. What am I going to do with, since we're talking about this, Um, what do you guys think, Ruben, I'm going to ask you, what do you think are the central themes of this movie? Like, what is this movie about to you? So it's all about family. Somebody get Vin Diesel in this movie because <laughs> like it's it's all about family in the best way that uh we finally um for me what I've wanted you know between Thor and Loki finally happens in this movie where they just like all right we enough with the shitting around like let's just do what needs to be done and let's try to see if we can fix this relationship because you know, it's it's kind of fucked up. I've tried to kill you multiple times. There was a small alien invasion, blah, blah, blah. It, it, shit happens, you know? Um, but I am 
very happy, but with how it went down, you know, like it was kind of sad for me uh, to see uh, Odin just like fucking, you know, glisten off into the sunset, I guess. It was very kind of it was kind of sad for a, for a, a character that I didn't really know, you know, like I had watched Thor one and two, uh, like right before seeing this movie. Because I, I was very hesitant against Thor 1 and 2. It's just, it, they looked bad. I didn't want to watch them. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it, it works, you know. It finally gets to the heart of the problems that the Odins, Odin sons have. Odin daughters. Yeah, and this movie showed that, you know, Thor's a middle child. Yeah, so Thor's got middle child syndrome, which yep. explains a lot. Um, so, Christian, same question to you. What do you think of the central themes of this movie? Yeah, Ruben's spot on with like identifying the theme of family. All all Thor movies, I think, end up being about family, but this one does it in a more interesting way. Like it, it, it's 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 family, but tackling it in a more lighthearted way and a more open way. I feel like this is the first time we're seeing Thor and Loki. Act, look, we know they're brothers, but we never really are, are shown that until Thor Ragnarok. And I see it in... It, we're shown and, tell, and told about it. We're told a little bit about it when Thor just offhand mentions... It's a joke. It's just a, a joke line. It may even be, like, kind of improv, but it informs the, identi- the, the theme of family because he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, when I was a little kid, uh, he transformed into a snake. And then uh, he, he turned back into Loki and said, oh, it's me, and he stabbed me. Like, that's stupid. Like, it, it's so funny because it's so stupid, but, like, it says so much about, like, how they were as, as children and, like, compared to you can compare to, obviously, how they act now. And then, of course, the other is the, what we're actually shown, which is, let's do get help. Like, no, we're not going to do that. And they, end up, and they end up doing it. Like, it, it's fantastic. Just look, what a different way to tackle the, a story about brothers. And it's, it's just not, it's refreshing is what it is. Oh, yeah. There's also a lot of, you know, personal growth, I think, for Thor in this, especially like he gets, mm-hmm. um, you know, he gets what I think is probably the best scene of the movie for me, even though, you know, it's on some pretty noticeable green screens. <laughs> um, uh, when Thor is struggling, when he gets his butt whooped by Hela, and he has the talk, final talk with Odin, like, I can't do this. He's like, are you Thor, god, god of hammers? Yeah. No. Oh, like, that, that scene is, that's that's my favorite scene in the movie. Um, the music in that scene really, really is good. Yeah. Really good. Um, so, and uh, Chris Hemsworth really, like, turned it up a notch in this movie. Yeah. Like, so far, this is the best performance he's he's given in the MCU. Go ahead, Christian. You just reminded me. I mean, the same get help scene, I think, really shows off, like, Chris Hemsworth's depth, too. The elevator scene. Mm-hmm. When he, like, he's, he's kind of, like, uh, almost a bit joking, and he still has that, like, hardness to him. But then he responds in a very sincere way. Loki, I thought the world of you. I thought we were going to, you know, go off and be kings together. And, like, that hurts because you can tell Thor is still hurt by Loki, all the betrayals. And yet, he loves him and he accepts him. Like, he's, you know, I finally learned to, like, this is just the way things are. And, you know, if this is the way I have to love you, so be it. It's fantastic. Like, it does does a fantastic job. Um, And let's see, next question I got here. Does this film benefit from not really acknowledging the other two films. Yes. A thousand. Cause I know, cause I know we have the scene that, that is like, you know, 
in the film, obviously it was, you know, metaphor and stuff, like Hela comes in and kills the Warriors three, which was obviously a big problem that people have with the first two Thor movies. She just Except goes in. Sif, a... right? Yeah, Sif is not in this movie. I think Sif is supposed to yeah. be in Love and Thunder. Um so yeah. Hela comes in and kills the Warriors three. It's like a hey, look, we're literally getting rid of the shit that you did not like in the other movies. This is completely different. So and then they barely mentioned the first movie and the second movie. So I think Ruben, it sounds like you're pretty much in agreement. It's like this movie does. Yeah, I mean, is... they they mentioned Frigga uh, in that first scene mm-hmm. where they're all all three of them are together, uh, which is kind of a, like that's the only part of of I want to say is it Dark World? Yeah, right. It's Dark World mm-hmm. that I like. Frigga's scenes are the only yeah part, yeah. But uh, it, it it stings a little when he mentions it, you know. Um, but yes, that is definitely the best move they could have made, where they just ignored the past two movies because it it doesn't fit tonally, you know. It's this is yeah, it doesn't fit. Do, do you have anything I, more to add on that, Christian? No, I I, I think. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Ruben. You have more to say? No, I was just gonna say like I also love the fact that uh, when they're in New York City. And the girls come and ask Thor for a picture, and they mm-hmm. after they they uh, pass by, and they they're like, uh, "We're sorry to hear that um, Natalie Portman broke up with you," you know. And then he's like, no, "She didn't break up with me. It was it, it was mutual." And mutual. Loki's just like, "Okay, sure, whatever you say." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like that, they don't really need to pull from the other movies because exactly. they're almost a little bit like inconsequential. They like they weren't was received well and like we'll just take the important stuff which is just the like that relationships and the dynamic between characters and like put them into new situations and that's what's important on the note of frigga though you just reminded me yeah that scene that scene rocks because uh uh, what's his name Uh, hopkins anthony hopkins Hopkins, his first line as odin um is is he giggles uh and and acknowledges loki first and says you know that that was a great um, not trick, but I'll just say trick uh, for yeah, yeah, a great yeah. trick. Your, your mother would have been proud, and like that—that's an. I think that's enough validation for me as a viewer to be like, "Oh man, yeah, Odin. Odin does love Loki, and he shows it in just like the. He's reminding him in always like the smallest ways, like you were a loved kid. Yeah, ah, it rocks. Now, like speaking of like the other two movies, we do get a great. A great recap of Thor the Dark World told through Matt Damon, Luke Hemsworth. Oh. Not Luke Hemsworth. Who was the other one? Liam? Was, was that Liam? No, it was Luke. Liam is the other one. Okay, so it's Luke Hemsworth, Matt Damon, Sam Neill. Uh, just great. I, I, I love it so much. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I yeah. remember the theater just cracking up at just seeing Matt Damon for no reason. Uh, it was great. Just, it was great. <laughs> I love the the comics reference. I'm sorry, I turned into a frog. It was a wonderful joke. Um, yeah. The choir singing and Thor just is like, what what is happening? And we get possibly the best line delivery in all of the MCU when Thor goes, "Hello, Father," and Anthony Hopkins, "Oh shit!" <laughs> the best the best line delivery. Oh shit. That's what's so good about this movie, right? It's all those small things that just add up. Like the beginning when Thor says, son of a bitch, bitch. you're still alive. <laughs> good. Um, oh, man. Also, shout out. Again, I already mentioned how they use other 
MCU heroes to kind of fill in the movie. Shout out Doctor Strange, man. It's so cool just seeing him in this movie just pop up for a few few minutes. It's all we need. And it's just mind fucking Thor. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's so good. No one's gonna pluck my hair out. Um <laughs> and so I, I I'm saying this, I'm just gonna get into it. Is this the funniest MCU movie? Oh, that's a tough question. Ruben, I'm gonna start with you. Is this the funniest MCU movie? I don't know. That's ew. Oh, I don't know, Eric. This is a tough one. You're, so for, you're asking so for me, me, it's between this and Guardians 1. I think it's the funniest MCU movie. It's, it's really tough. I think I'm with you. I think this. you can probably make the case that this is the funniest mm-hmm. uh, MCU movie. But I'll also, I will also make the case that this one also has some of the, the most jokes that fall flat. There are so many, like, as a rewatch, there are so many jokes where I'm watching it. And it's like... Oh, we're we kind of we're we're doing this too much. Like the whole like sun is getting real low. Like I think overstays its welcome. Some of the slapstick where people are just kind of falling. Um, mm-hmm. Like I I don't like sh- I guess that's funny. I'm, not for me. Except for, uh, the exception is the Mark. Uh, I almost said Mark Wahlberg, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner, where he just like falls onto the. Um, <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> always catching me off guard. Yeah. I would have to uh, say yes. It it is. It is the funniest MCU movie. Uh, because I, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say just because the other movies have like sprinkled in jokes, but like this was, eh, maybe not. I would have to say Ant Man might be a close, like they might be Dude. tied for number one just because Luis and Ant Man is perfect. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, I'm excited for Ant Man Quantum Mania. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum. Oh, I mean, for real. Yeah. yeah. You know, Evangeline Lilly's last Marvel movie she's going to do. Is that what she said? Probably oh, no. Oh, you didn't see this, Ruben? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, like, all about, like, the truckers who were oh, protesting the vaccine mandates yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, she was yeah. like, I was like, oh. Oh, Evangeline Lilly, I hope you enjoy your last Marvel paycheck. It's, um, mm-hmm. Either way. Uh, so, yeah, there's so much... Uh, funniness and the Doctor Strange part was Loki like I've been falling for 30, for 30 minutes, minutes. <laughs> and then Thor trying to reach for the uh, umbrella and then it's just here glass cracking left and right sorry um uh, I, oh, yes Ruben I was right. gonna ask a, a very legitimate question so we have this Loki who has turned over new leaf if we can say that, right? I would say that he's turned over a new leaf in this movie. I think he is starting to turn and take, yeah. Okay, so the question is, who is the better Loki? The Loki in this movie or the Loki in... Loki? <laughs> <laughs> like, who has turned a... Uh, uh, who has turned a, a more, more of a leaf? That's... That is so hard because I really like the way it's like kind of organic here and it starts from um, uh, like the the two brothers kind of remediating their their relationship in the movies. And it's hard to kind of qualify the two because Loki gets way more obviously screen time in the show because it's a TV show all about him. So it's like, hmm, I can't really tell which one's better because one gets like way more depth and time to kind of flesh it out. But I like the depiction of the, 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 the brothers more this, if that makes yeah. sense okay okay yeah like when we get to infinity war uh, i think 
Loki really oh. co comes, like the arc is done. Yeah. Because, you know, in like the first movie, he's trying to kill Thor. And then literally in the movie before he dies, he sacrifices himself for Thor. So, like, yep. it's, I think, I, I, I think movie Loki's is just, they're two different, they're two different beasts. Um, but my, go ahead, Christian. I have a, sorry, is it a, where are you, where are you going? I was going to ask, like, do you sometimes, like, you kind of mentioned earlier with the jokes fall flat, does the comedy get in the way of the narrative too much in this movie? Not at all. No? Yeah, you I don't think, think it does. Okay. Which is, is, I think... is definite plus for me. Like, mm -hmm. yes, you, Christian says that the, some of the jokes fall flat, but it still doesn't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. I think I think for what like really defines phase three for me is that they really kind of settled into um, exploring different genres that they they aren't necessarily superhero movies first all the time, like um, like Thor Ragnarok really went out of its way to prove that it, it is a kind of almost a comedy first um, in the superhero genre. Uh, I know they were saying Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to supposed to be like a kind of rom com. I don't think that worked out as well, but like. I, I started to see th those seeds uh, in Phase 3, and specifically with Thor Ragnarok. I think that, that was the beginning of... Yeah, it's a comedy first, um, and then that story is told uh, just in the superhero narrative. Yeah, real Flash Gordon vibes with this movie. Mm. Um, mm. So, I also remember one of my... And speaking of funny, Chris Hemsworth is hilarious. I think this was like the first movie where it's just like, man, he really is funny. Uh, he's He's got great comedic timing. Um so I also love the one in the beginning uh, where Loki's in the suits. Like I don't, I don't know about a witch. Like, I, why are you dressed like one? Oh, he's in like the yeah. super real black suit. Um, and then let's see. Next up, uh, well, no. Before you move on, I'll kick, I can finally bring it up. What's up? You asked the question: Is this the funniest? I have a, another question to, mm -hmm. uh, about the movie. Is this the raunchiest one? Because I would say yes. I have no idea. Like when I think Marvel Studios, they they almost play it safe a bit too sometimes. This one is very much making some crude jokes. I can mm -hmm. name like five right now. Uh, let's see, we got Hulk ass in this movie. We got Hulk ass, uh, the Devil's anus, um, the hammer pulled you off. Uh, just the whole concept <laughs> of orgies um, and Valkyrie, Valkyrie's penis. Um, oh God, the hammer pulled you off. The, the imagery pe the imagery of the penis with with the gun oh man <laughs> yeah, the, 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 by the way the, i think this is taika inserts himself into all of his movies this is probably my favorite yes i have a note let's just i had to say what? jojo rabbit is probably my favorite but that's not that's neither here nor there oh sure i forgot about it. yeah and so I let's just let's just get into like the the star of the show really korg what a great addition to the MCU. Oh. It's, oh my God. <laughs> but, Perfect. Yeah. New Zealand humor just works like <laughs> as a supplementary to everything else. It's so awesome. Cork made of rocks. You don't have to worry about me unless you're made of scissors. Ha huh? That was a rock, paper, scissors joke. <laughs> and just meek chilling next to him. <laughs> it's so Didn't good. Enough pamphlets. But let's <laughs> not forget that this Korg character gives us hope for a future Fantastic Four movie, you know, where we finally see the thing. Because is the thing not one of these people? Nope. But you, if, you know I what I mean. You know what I mean. No? No. I thought no. that's a, that was a whole thing. Is it, the, as, this is an alien race. 
Yes, I understand that. I understand. I've I've said like Ben got his powers from cosmic rays that just made his skin rocky. So it's not. What a shitty power. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really shitty power. I mean, if you're as strong as the Hulk, I don't know if that's a shitty power. I mean, come on. And like with the Silver Surfer, like there's like a whole like a subplot of him just being depressed at his whole appearance. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just that interpretation. Like some of it, though, like he's really happy to be like this. Like he's he's different. And so I, if I looked like the thing, yeah, it would take some getting used to. But then I realized that yes, I am as strong as the Hulk. I'm indestructible. His there name is the thing, yeah. and he's an important member of the Fantastic Four. Possibly it's, the, it's just, he's the heart of the family. Might as well be called the fucking rock. down. Or the rock. The rock. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Um, yeah, Korg is so great. Uh, just, just so funny. Um, and oh, damn, I put you off. That's so funny, dude. It's weird. Unless you're fighting three vampires at once, and you stab them. The fork. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Christian was right earlier when he was telling the story. Just like, oh god, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> Sounds like you had an intimate relationship with this hammer, and therefore losing it was like losing a loved one. <laughs> So Damn, you, your your recollection of these lines is pretty impressive. So so good. Um, so yeah, Korg, Korg is great. Uh, and then also another star, Jeff freaking Goldblum. Amazing. What? So what? fucking good in this. I band. feel like Jeff Goldblum is at his Jeff Goldblumiest in this. Movie. Just show up, Jeff. We're not going to give you a script. Just show <laughs> up and just do whatever. Yeah. There's a line in the movie where he just stops talking. He just didn't yeah. finish the line, and and yeah, it fits so good in Thor Ragnarok. Like I, I buy it. He just stops. Oh man. Um, also, and, the, that whole scene of meeting. What's his name? The ma- is he the master? Right. The grandmaster. Yeah. You're about to meet the grandmaster. You're now meeting the grandmaster, and it's just Thor screaming, and it's hard cut ah. to the room. And fucking rocks. <laughs> And there was like, oh, and he vaporizes. And I think that was the first one where I knew Chris Hemsworth had the acting job. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just the Loki line. It's like, Loki? It's like, I've never met this man before in my life. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so We're brothers adopted. <laughs> There's so many funny lines in this, especially like in the gladiatorial arena when... Hulk does the move to Thor, and Loki gets up. That's how it feels. Mm-hmm. I'm just, a, I'm just a huge fan of the sport. It's, it's just so good. Jeff Goldblum. What's, what's your favorite Jeff Goldblum moment in this movie, Ruben? I would have to say the introduction, where he's just like, I can't recall it specifically, but it, it Jeff Goldblum in anything is just perfect. You know, like the. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I, 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 it's it's definitely the introduction scene where we find out that he's the Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like doing DJ while he's yeah, introducing yeah. himself. That is one of my favorites. Yeah, he starts playing his little instruments. Yeah, but I think my favorite is when he just stops talking. <laughs> it's just too good. Um, I love the one in the post credit. Oh. oh, go ahead. No, go you please, and then I'll say my as, next. As like, I love the post credit scene where he comes out of his ship, and everyone's like trying to find him, like, wow, 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 congratulations, everyone, yeah, and just like, 
If you're doing a revolution, you need someone to revolution again. So yay, I will take that honor with flying colors. Yay me, go team. So I thought that was I, my favorite moment. I, I like the ending of that. And uh, it's a tie. And it's, it's, a tie. That's it. it's the end of the post credit scene. I remember um, my other favorite Jeff Goldblum scene. Hmm. Uh, when Valkyrie touches his shoulder and he like kind of smiles and then like makes a little, ooh, you know, like he's, uh, yeah, he's like kind of swoons. Yeah, it's so good. Um, it's and then I have my other note here. My another great moment. This is like when he when Hulk pushes the button, and it's my birthday. So so good. Um, <laughs> uh, I would actually get into some other non funny stuff to talk about here. Uh, there are a lot of beautiful shots in this movie from a cinematography standpoint. Um, and I have here like the Valkyrie Hella fight scene in the flashback. Brand new technology in that scene, never before used, ever before until that scene, and it was beautiful. It was there were there were so many where you could take shots of this movie, and they are paintings. Yeah. Like the first one I remember is when Thor's flying away from the dragon, like that shot, um, like how small Thor is compared to the dragon, really beautiful, yeah. perfect. Um, I think um, what are some other beautiful ones? Obviously the Hella fight. Um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. Barely drawing a blank. Either way, a lot of beautiful shots. So, I, uh, go ahead. Chris. Even just the even just the ones that aren't like kind of picturesque, because I do agree with you. That's one of the reasons why I think the trailer rocks so hard because they got to show off a lot of these these shots with just like you know cool music. Shout out Mark Marsba. Um, but uh, just like the ev- like the every shot of like just the normal shots of like what's going on in the city. Or of people walking around in it um, are still like so wonderful because like there's color everywhere, yeah. which is you don't see that in the other MCU movies quite as much. Maybe you do now, but back then not as much. It's really not the other Thor movies. The other Thor movies were like gray and brown, Very. but this one is like it is so much colorful. Like the costumes are like super unique. Uh, the set design is just like absolutely out of this world, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it fucking rocks. Just the shot of Hulk and and Thor, I, if I remember correctly, they're on the ledge, and he's just saying the sun's getting real low, buddy. It's trying to get him to turn into uh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it looks pretty. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, great. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I especially love, like, when the Hulk parade, all the green looks mm-hmm. really good, and, like, offset with, like, the red buildings and everything and all a lot of use of practical effects in this movie too, with a lot of the aliens on Sakaar, which I thought was really good, really cool. Um, I remember the other scene you may have been thinking about, Eric. Was it when um, Thor gets his powers back and jumps back that's, onto the Rainbow Bridge? Yeah, yeah. Slow mo, Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. plays again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, going into that uh, perfect segue, uh, Hella. I can't believe we haven't talked about Hell yet. Uh, Kate Blanchett coming into the MCU and makes a statement, like especially first scene right out of the gate, just destroys oh. Mjolnir. And I remember in the trailer they cut it to where it was in like in an alleyway or something like that, and yeah. it wasn't actually in uh, Norway, I think, wherever they yep. went to. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, she just really um, stole the show. It st- takes command everything yeah. she's in. My th- my thing about Hela is that she probably could have been like a very average middle tier kind of villain, 
And you can make the case that she probably is, but if it weren't for Kate Blanchett's absolutely dominant performance, like mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as good. Kate Blanchett stole, yeah, Ruben is right. She stole the show as Hella. It was incredible. Yeah. I think I think you're right there. I think Hella, but like the, she just wanted, you know, power and stuff again. I think it's very, bleh. but like Kate Blanchett really does, like, especially when like she comes in and then they're like, we don't know who you are. Were you not just listening to what I said just a little while ago? Uh, she does. Such good work. Ruben, you look like you're about to say something. No, I was just going to say, like, I guess the best comparison to make between Hella and... Uh, I guess it, it's kind of hard to make the same uh, comparison, but Hella and Loki from Thor 1, they're the same villain, but oh, sure. it's just completely different. And obviously, like I said before, it's due to the tonal... Uh, differentiations in the movie but like she Kate Blanchett literally yeah. steals the show I mean you're right there like, they both deal with abandonment in some kind mm-hmm. uh, like right, Loki was abandoned by Odin kind of because Thor got everything and then this one like she literally just did whatever he said what Odin said and like she got too big for her britches and then Odin locked her away um I think yeah you make an excellent point right there Ruben I think um Okay, I see Hella in a new light now. Thank you yeah. for uh, saying that. Did you, um, did you have her a little lower? Like, I just thought of her a little, little less. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, little, which is very valid. Like, yeah, I think this like story wise, I think she's very below average. But it's just that yeah. performance that elevates it. Um, yeah, for she, sure. Uh, like she has that badass line after she takes his eye out. Like, oh, now you look like dad. I'm yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, By the way, because hmm. in the trailers they obviously hit it like it's it like we saw Thor with two eyes glowing because he yep. got, got his powers. But in the movie, and like he gets his eye cut out, yep. that kind of crazy. Yep. You, remember, you remember being in the theater for that? Like, whoa, yeah. he's got an eye patch now. Yep. Damn. Um, I uh, shirtless Thor. By the way, <clears throat> he was pretty. Damn. He was large. He was a large man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that was another line I remember, like, a Valkyrie. I wanted to be a Valkyrie. Not that, like, you're all women. I love women. That's sometimes a little too much. <laughs> so, uh, I can't so, believe we didn't talk about Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. I, I got I got her next up. Yeah. Was, they were, uh, so another introduct- new person into the movie, obviously, is uh, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie. Uh, what did we think about her? Uh, Christian, I'm going to start with you this time. What did you think about Valkyrie? Yeah, when I was thinking about uh, kind of the jokes that fall flat, I think I think – one of the things I think of is Valkyrie falling off her, her ship. Like that just kind of slapstick humor didn't work for me. And like, but after that, every time she kind of spoke, she would grow me more and more to the point where like, she finally gets like her shot at redemption and she becomes like reaffirms herself as Valkyrie. I'm so in because her charisma with anyone on screen, especially Hulk, which just happens kind of like in the periphery of whatever's going on with Thor. Is phenomenal. Like she works so well with all of these guys, and when they're all in the same room together and they're 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 just kind of jiving with one another, yeah, she fits right in. Tessa Thompson just rocks, and another just strong figure in general. I did, yeah, I did like the her and uh, Bruce going. I think I know you from mm. somewhere. Um, Especially when uh, Bruce just like jumps off of the ship and he's like, <laughs> "You really want to know who I am? Here's who I am," and he just falls flat on his face. <laughs> Also, like, come on, like them—they're all going to the devil's anus, and she just like, just jump, jump from ship to ship, 
And it's like, this is this fucking rock. This is what a cool chase scene. And Thor's like, I guess you should go help her. And goes <laughs> off with her. Like, it's so cool. Uh, so, Ruben, what, what do you think? Uh, I have a problem with Tessa Thompson in general. I just, I, I don't find her to be a great actress. However, that being said, she kicked ass in this movie. She was phenomenal. I was very blown away. Uh, it's kind of like Christian said. She started out, and I was like, okay, this is kind of, I don't really like this character. But she grows on you, and it's great, especially when she comes in uh, at the end and just starts kicking ass. Yeah, I think, I think it's a great introduction for her. Yeah. Uh, so definitely definitely going to see more of her in Love and Thunder. So, yep. yeah, so I'm excited. Goes. Supposedly yeah. she might have a relationship with uh, Jane Foster. Yeah. Okay. going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got one more new introduction. Uh, we got Carl Urban as Scourge, yeah. which I I thought was fun. I thought we had a great time. It's like just the magical land of Texas, and I was like, oh, this is so this is so good. I thought he was fun. He didn't really provide anything other yeah. than just uh, he was just Carl Urban having fun doing the shake weight. Uh, so. That was the thing for me too. I didn't quite care for Carl Urban in this movie yeah. either. But like when he was on when when it was funny, it, it's funny, and when it's not, I'm like oh well, who cares? We move on pretty quickly after that anyway. I think for me, it was the character design where he just has mm-hmm. a shaved head. I'm used to Carl Urban having that nice piece of hair on his head um but like yeah it's kind of like christian said I, I it was okay lackluster for me in every I, I did enjoy when he actually literally runs to the palace and he yeah. says my lord yeah. that was lord. a good one that was a good had one. one job um, and also at the end where he just like betrays uh, uh hello hello is probably yeah. one yeah. of the good the guns good. yeah uh, the infinite Not ammo guns there i don't oh, yeah. know how big those yeah. magazines are um, eh, maybe it's, it's an extended clip. Yeah. yeah, it's Asgardian. Yeah. Whatever now. Uh, so not uh, go ahead. Not an addition, but my favorite depiction of uh, this character happens in Thor Ragnarok, um, which is Idris Elba. As I'm forgetting his name, but Heimdall. very cool. Give him some, he Heimdall. Yeah, he has something more to do. And it's very cool to see him like protect all of Asgard. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, him with long hair just just rocks. Very cool decision. It, it it again. I keep saying this, but it brings more to the table than just yeah. I stand here and I watch over the nine it, realms. Yeah, that's. It. I did enjoy the badass thing, like when they Hela went to go try to find the Asgardian people, and Thor just like bangs the thing in the throne room. Oh. And the sound echoes. I thought that was. I thought that was a good job. And um, man, I would. Do have we to have s- it. Yeah, go ahead, Ruben. I was just gonna say, uh, going back to Heimdall, uh, it's just um, when Loki comes by, uh, comes back, and he's like, "Your hero has arrived," or something like that. He's yeah. like, "I saw you coming. I saw you coming." <laughs> <laughs> of course. You uh, so, uh, do we have any other uh, thoughts on this movie before I give my controversial take on this movie? Um, I'm ready to hear it. Oh, sorry. I do want to say, like. This movie could have used a little less Led Zeppelin. It's okay. just twice. And it's, there we go into my controversial take. One it should not many. have been used in the very beginning. I it think it would have hit a lot. It would have hit a lot harder if it was just at the yeah. end. If yes. it was just at the end, it would have been greater. Yeah. But they use it twice and it just it loses. I'm it sorry, loses Eric. I didn't game. realize this was your controversial take. It's okay. Take. It's okay. Because a lot of people love that song. It's yeah, it was just people... too much. Probably people's favorite moment in the MCU when Thor comes down. Um, 
Yeah. The song. And, you know, many people think it would have been better in Infinity War if uh, Immigrant Song had been playing when Thor comes down. Yeah. But. Didn't no, not also... for the tone of that scene. It would yeah. not have worked. So, either way, uh, that's my controversial take. They used it one too many times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but any other, any other last thoughts? From, aside from the use of Led Zeppelin in the beginning, though, can we admit that the opening scene does still rock? Like, it's it, yeah. it, what a different way to see Thor fighting. When the dragon is spitting fire at him and he's spinning it and he's like, you can see like he's like almost like burning because it's like so hot, but he's like just holding it back. It's so cool. And the, the shot, the tracking of, shot like, of the hammer. Yeah, the tracking shot of Mjolnir. I yeah. thought it was really neat. Really cool. Um, and then it stops and then he's like, oh, I want you back. And then it comes back. Yeah. yeah. So, cool right. movie. Any final, any final thoughts? I'm going to start with you, Ruben. Any final thoughts on this movie? Listen, uh, I guess if Hella doesn't get higher than a fucking seven on this ranking the villains list. I swear to God, I will quit this show. All right. I would higher than what? Up. I'm sorry. I, I said higher than a, at least at least between I've... seven and eight. All right, seven I've... and nine. Seven and nine. Oh, <laughs> okay, seven and nine. Between seven and nine, if the, she doesn't get higher than that, I will lose it. All right. Ruben. You may want to get your uh, high blood pressure medicine ready. Ruben. 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 I got you, homie. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Christian, you got any final thoughts on that? Yeah. Aside from minor complaints about um, some pacing issues and um, uh, some jokes over Sailor Welcome, I think this is probably like one of the greater MCU movies. Taika Waititi really was in his element for this, really changed... Um, how we think of Thor moving forward for the for way better and kind of pave the way for what we expect for Marvel movies um, in terms of trying new things and kind of establishing themselves as like individual pieces. So for that, I think Thor Ragnarok is well in its element and deserves to be hopefully in contention for at least being a top 10 MCU movie, uh, according to our list. Ruben, did you have another thought? I, I just, I'll, I'll say it after you're done. Okay. Uh, like I said, I think this is a perfect uh, start for a new arc for Thor, especially when we get to Infinity War and Endgame. So um, I thought this was great. Uh, good step in the right direction. Um, some, like Christian said earlier, some jokes fall flat, and but this is a very fun movie. This is this is what like MCU is really strong at. Like they they make fun popcorn movies with heart. And I think those are those are those are where it's Sorry. at. That's where the that's what they're really good at. <laughs> fun, fun, uh, fun adventure movies with a lot of heart. Uh, so, Ruben, what's your final thought? Or did you burp it? Did you say when you no? It it's more of a question. So, uh, let's say you know Thor: Love and Thunder is the last movie in the Thor series. You know, what mm-hmm. is the next character you give Taika Waititi? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good question. That's and why question. is it Nova? I can answer it. Oh. just I don't know anything about Nova, so I'm sorry. Just a badass. He's just a badass. That's all you need to know. I would say none for now, because I wanted to see him finish that soccer movie that he's, he's been wanting to make for a while, and he's signed on for a lot of projects. Otherwise, okay. I don't care. If he, do, if he doesn't have a Marvel movie, um, I'd be 100% in, okay. because he rocks. I would like to see Taika Waititi do a Deadpool 
Dewey does it. Oh, oh, you're on to something there. Okay, I think it would do, work let him perfectly. Do Deadpool three. I and think you that'd know, be really good. They did do that crossover uh, commercial with Corgan and Deadpool. True. So yeah, I could see it. That's true. I, I think I think in Deadpool, uh, I think that will improve because I think Deadpool one is a good movie. Deadpool two, eh. Um, so I think uh, Deadpool three, filmed by Taika Waititi, I think that could be really fun. I think Deadpool Especially, one is an okay movie. It's a mediocre movie. Just good. Yeah, I think I'm, the I'm hype there. the hype was too real for I, Ryan Reynolds to. Yeah, find I appreciate movie. the smaller scope of Deadpool one. I think that's where its strength okay. lied. Uh, Deadpool two just does too much. Yeah, um, too many X Men. Uh, was, yeah. Was Thor Ragnarok around the time when they released that YouTube short with uh, where was Thor during Civil War? And it's of, of him like living in an apartment with some normal dude. You guys remember that? Uh, yeah. I do. Oh I yeah. Think was, I think, I think was... that was in the summer of 2016, like right, a few months after Civil War came out. Was yeah. it the same guy that like is uh, in the um, commercial with uh, Anthony Mackie as the Apple attendant? No, okay. I think that's a right. different, different dude. Guy. Okay. Well. No. So there was the dude who played the Apple guy in yeah. Winter Soldier who was in a commercial with Anthony Mackie. Yes, yes who dude, was that... also the guy that he yelled at while Korg was was uh, um, okay. playing games in uh, Infinity War. Either way. No. Uh, this one goes. Sorry. Okay. So, who knows? Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, so, with all that, it's time to get into some rankings here. So, Ruben, take it away. Okay. Everyone, it is time for us to rank the Stanley cameos. Uh, let me put it up. We're getting it's... so close to the end here, and I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward mm. to it either. It sucks. It really sucks. Okay. So, um, again, I'm just gonna do top five, just because it's a, the, yeah. the list is on the screen. Okay. Uh, number one is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Whoa! You start with number one. You got my apologies. Five, my man. apologies. My apologies. Number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. The annoying, um, the man annoying the Watchers on a planet. Who's to say he is a Watcher? We don't really know. Um, number four, Avengers: Superheroes in New York. Give me a break. The old man playing chess in the park in the new segment. God, I love myself. You know. Number three, Thor, pickup truck guy trying to lift a hammer, looking back and asking, "Did I get it?" Of course, number two, he is the man screaming from the top of the, not the top, from uh, the apartment building, yelling at Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, yelling at Spider-Man in Spider-Man Homecoming. I forgot to name the movie, um, <laughs> because he thinks Spider-Man is trying to steal a car. Uh, and of course, number one is Avengers Age of Ultron, the World War II vet that gets super hammered at the Avengers party and says Excelsior. Now, of course, in Thor Ragnarok, he is the guy that gives Th Thor a glow up. If we can mm -hmm. also, is, did I yep. say this correctly? Did I say this correctly? Mm -hmm. this yeah, the haircut rocks. This is a millennial yep. term. I don't know if I used it correctly. Ruben, Ruben, you, you were, are a millennial. You were 26 years old, Ruben, 27, whatever, however many old. I am years 28 years old right now. You're 28? Yes. You Gen Z euphoria watching. <laughs> I haven't watched season two of euphoria yet. So let's, uh, let's I think it's very, I think it's very important that we talk about how this character does give Chris Hemsworth a glow up. Cause let me, let me say this. Tessa, did not think Chris Hemsworth was all that look 
that big of a looker uh, with the wig on, but he gets the short hair and now All of a Chris sudden, Hem- now Chris Hemsworth is in her top ten right now, top five yeah. even. Whoa. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a big boost for this. That uh, plus the physical comedy of him exactly. having all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So My hands aren't what they used to be. I would say that this is probably better for me personally. I think better than Ant Man as the bartender in Luis's story, but not as be- not yeah. as great as the White House Medal of Honor commentator who says, "I thought he'd be taller in Captain America: The First Avenger." You do love that one, don't you? It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is our new number nine. Okay. Who agrees? Who Eric, what say you? I can I can agree with that because I'm thinking about it, and you know, Guardians Two gave us the Watchers, which was a big deal. I enjoyed yeah. Tony Stank and how like it was part of it because you know, Rhodey talks to him again, and then yeah, I think that's a good one. I think number nine's a good one. Okay, uh... I think. Oh, what about you, Christian? No, keep typing because I think personally I'll go a little higher. But for the sake of the list, I think that's probably a, a perfect spot for it anyway. I think it's really good because I, I I think I have some nostalgia for hearing Ruben laugh every time he tries to I, say the first Avenger one. I, same, yeah. Every time so I don't know good. what it is. It's he so says good. those words all the time, and every time says, I thought he'd be taller. It's wilder. so good. Come on, like what what a great line, you know? What a great line. So, uh, it's official. It's our new number. Yeah. Number uh, nine? Number nine. Okay. So, we have here. Uh, can somebody read off the list while I update the list? Uh, what from, do you I want from? Top 10. Oh, you changed that Just, list. Got it. Okay. I'm changing. Yeah, I'm changing the list on the screen. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Uh, number 10, Ant-Man, Bartender and Louise's Story. Number 9, Thor Ragnarok, Man Giving Thor a Haircut. Number 8, Captain America, The First Avenger, the White House Medal of Honor commentator who thought he'd be taller. Number 7, The Winter Soldier, Smithsonian security guard who was going to lose his job because Cap stole his uniform back. Uh, number 6, Civil War, Tony Stank, FedEx driver. Number 5, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Annoying the Watchers on the Planet. Number 4, The Avengers, Superheroes in New York, Give Me a Break. Number 3, Thor, the pickup driver who... Ha- pickup truck guy who asked did he get it number two spider-man homecoming the old guy from the apartment building who says get away from him you punk uh and number one age of ultron the world war ii vet who says excelsior after getting hammered so eric by the way we took we took trivia quizzes last week on the show Mm -hmm. and let me just tell you i I whooped ruben's ass at mcu trivia he's a casual fan you were a casual fan (laughs) you got the same score Answer more questions correctly. What are you talking about? Yeah. We got so. the same score. You answered you really? one more correctly. Yes, you um, got the oh, same score. Oh, there record. you go. I, there you go. <laughs> I'm Is that not better? Because last week we went to go see Uncharted, which you should all see. Yeah. It's very fun. Um, I, I, have yet to, I have yet to see. Unfarted. The, I have yet to watch the episode yet, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it while I uh, do stuff in Horizon. That's not the main story, so I'm excited. There we go. All right, we have our new Stanley cameo rankings. It's so sad. We only got. Stop! Stop! stop. Don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say it! Don't yep. say it! I'm we got four more left. Mm-hmm. What the hell? I just said don't say it. He just said don't say yep. it. I more. just said don't say it. I'm gonna get sad. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, now, everyone, like we always say here, what good are heroes without some good villains? And it's time to rank the villains of the MCU 
We're going to start with the uh, five here. Number five, Mysterio from Spider-Man Far From Home. Number four, Green Goblin from Spider-Man No Way Home. Number three, Wenwu from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number two, Baron Zemo from Civil War. And number one, the Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Man, Spidey just like locking up the top Dominating, five. Dominating, right? As it should. As it top should. Five. Uh, yeah, good reason. John Watts writes some great villains. Yeah. So, all right, where are we putting Hella? Because I, I wouldn't consider Scourge. Like he had like conflicts and stuff with it the whole time. I th- I, I think we can all Scourge? be. Yes. Do we think Scourge like Hella slash Scourge? You're including Carl Urban in this? Yeah, that's, that's why I'm asking here. No, no, okay. absolutely okay. not. No, he gets his redemption at the end. Okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just making sure we're clear here for the list. How so where you, where are we putting Hella on this list? Listen, listen. I think I'm gonna go ride or die with Ruben and say this is Hella. Part of, partly because of Kate Blanchett's tremendous performance as her deserves to be in the top ten. As to where, probably not top five, I'd say. Somewhere between six and ten, right? Uh, and if I'm looking, honestly, I think Hella is, is much more charismatic and memorable than, uh, definitely, than, than Red Skull or Taskmaster. So now I'm looking at at least, at least the new number nine. And honestly, I would go, st- I, would, I would do right by Ruben and say it's right between the two Lokis. And the new number eight, Hella. So here's my problem with that. Okay. I think Hella was pretty pretty one-dimensional. She was just she's angry, she wants power back. That's pretty much it. Just get back at Odin. Whereas, you know, Loki and Thor had some real real like three dimensions to him, especially like the scene where he goes to New Mexico and tells Thor that, you know, hey man, it's all your fault. All this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like dad mm-hmm. died because of you, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, that that's some strong villain stuff right there. And then you know, adding to the fact that you know, uh, Ruben, I can't take, I can't. You're you're distracting me right now. You're okay. distracting me. All right. Why? Okay. Why is Hella better than Loki and Thor, Ruben? This is this is your platform now. It's like I said before. She yeah. is. They are the same character, but she does it better. She she is angry for a legitimate reason, not because, mm-hmm. oh, my brother is getting the throne and I want it. You know, mm-hmm. she's angry because her father casted her out for no reason after she was exactly, she was literally the poster child of what he wanted. And he would one day changed his mind and was like, you know what? I don't think we we need to be killers anymore, you know? The thing for me, and I'll, I'll even back you up, Ruben, is that um, Chris ha- Thor's identity crisis comes from him being banished by Odin, right? It doesn't stem from anything that's going on with Loki. It's all about the way Odin sees Thor. Thor's identity crisis in Thor Ragnarok comes precisely because of the way Hela comes in and challenges um, Thor right after the death of Odin and destroys who he, like, who he thinks of himself fundamentally. That also, shot of, of breaking the hammer, like, alone. And also destroys of what his, I guess, the, the thought of what his father, who his father was. You know, originally in the first Thor movie, he thinks his father was, like, yeah, bringing down the hammer, literally. Not literally, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, bringing Thor. down the hammer and being this badass warlord, essentially, so to speak. Um, 
But at the end of this movie, I guess he's, well, in the beginning of this movie, he sees his father differently because of the experiences he's had throughout the MCU up until this movie, where he no longer sees that he has to lay down the law. It's more of protecting the people that are the Asgardians. All right, Ruben. You know what? Fuck yeah. You convinced me. And you know what? I would even I go as go far. Higher than eight. I couldn't go higher than eight. All right. All right. All right. I can't. Like, Loki and Avengers is something else, man. It's it's not. He's just the same character. Yeah, I mean, he's the. I agree with you, Ruben, but he is the reason why the Avengers come together. Which merits pretty pretty high up, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. I will, I will admit it's better than Thor Loki, but, like, Avengers Loki... All right. Good, All right. One hey, of these days, this could have been way worse, Ruben. One of these days, you know. I, me personally, this would have been around like 12 to 15. You're insane. <laughs> so. Don't ever say it on Back You Up, Ruben. I appreciate that, Christian. Thank you very much. So, All right, we have our new number eight, Hela from Thor Ragnarok. So uh, Ruben's very excited. I'm going to do the top ten here to recap. Ruben's very excited because this is the last time that Taskmaster slash Drakeoff will be in the top 10 for Marvel villains. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's just like Taskmaster. Number 10, Taskmaster slash Drakeoff from Black Widow. Number 9, Loki from Thor. Number 8, Hela from Thor Ragnarok. Number 7, Loki from The Avengers. Number 6, The Winter Soldier from Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Number 5, Mysterio from Far From Home. Number 4, Green Goblin from Spider-Man No Way Home. Number 3, Wenwu from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number 2, Baron Zemo from Civil War. And number 1, Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Some might say we may have a new number one next week or next next movie. Some may say. Uh, uh, I would be some people. We are definitely going to have a new number one within the next two movies. I will say that. Um, so, yeah, you may have to you may have to tune in. Yeah, uh, there's going to be some shaking up in the villains ranking uh, in the next few weeks. So mm-hmm. definitely stay tuned to that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shaking things up, it's time to induce Ragnarok into the ranking of the Marvel movies. All right, we got there. I, I said <laughs> it worked. It worked. We were well enough. You got it. Uh, I'm going to do, uh, because I still think there's is, there's a potential that this is a new uh, top 10 movie. I'm going to say the whole top 10 now as well. Okay. Uh, number 10, Ant-Man. Number 9, Captain America 1. Number 8, The Avengers. Number 7, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 6, Shang-Chi. Number 5, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 4, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number three, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Number two, Civil War. And number one, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Start with Eric. All right. Um, oh. <laughs> um, it's hard. It's really hard. It's not. If I look at, yeah, it is pretty, it's pretty difficult, Ruben, because I have to balance out um, you know, this movie does a lot of things for Thor. It's really good for Thor. They puts him in a really good place. I mean, for like five seconds before the end credit scene of Thor Ragnarok comes. Um, but good God, did they make Captain America awesome and Captain America the first adventure. I, I don't know if I think Thor Ragnarok is a better movie than Captain America the first adventure. Wow. Okay. Like, I think... It's. I think Thor Ragnarok is awesome, but th- like the first two thirds of Captain America: First Adventure are incredible. 
Um, yes. I don't think it's better than the Avengers. Uh, I think the Avengers is... You know, this is a weird thing. I'm seeing this on Twitter. You know, revisionist film Twitter. It's it's a wonderful thing. You know, when people try to say, like, the Fantastic Four movies were actually great. We didn't deserve them. First mm-hmm. off, hush. Like, the, the thing for this week is that apparently people think that the first Avengers movie... Like, how did we get hyped for that? It was bad. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah, the first Avengers movie was perfect. It is it is a bad movie. Let's, it is a bad movie, but it, it was perfect at the time. It's, the final the final third is why that movie is so good. Yeah. I I think The Avengers is an excellent movie. Um, now, does it have legacy problems now because of Josh Whedon? Of course it does. Uh, but I think The Avengers is an outstanding movie. But for me personally... Right here, Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. I have is <laughs> number ten. I have it over Ant Man. Wow. So for me, it's number ten. Ruben, it's a little I, low. It's it's very low for me. <laughs> so I am gonna go here and just say it. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get it out and say it. I think this movie is definitely better than Guardians, but. It could be better than Shang-Chi in the sense of uh, the comedy aspect. However, I don't think... I think uh, Shang-Chi had better fighting, if that makes sense. Like That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's my new number seven. Okay. All right. It's okay. definitely very low, Eric. I don't, I don't understand how you would number yourself. seven. I am right in between you two. I think Hell yeah. over Guardians is a bit too high. I'm one low. I think it's it's better than the Avengers from start to finish. I think I have it as the new number eight. All right. So we have a new number seven, a new number eight, and a new number ten. I can go with number eight. I'm fine There's with the way. Okay. I, right. What I did was also did an average in case you wanted to do the average. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that's uh, what we were which, saying. Uh, you're okay. I am. You know what? I don't hate eight. I have my personal ranking, but for the sake of this, like I could, I could do eight. What was the? Just out of curiosity, what was the average? Eight point three 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 three. Yeah, baby. So okay. I I can do new number eight. Okay. So is it official? Yeah, it is official. Thor Ragnarok taking number eight spot. Okay. Very cool, man. Very exciting. Boom. There it is. I'm running out of space. Bye, man. I'm running out of space. <laughs> well, we only got like a few more movies left. Yeah, but what are the rest of the 20 uh, Marvel movies that are in production? You know? We. <laughs> what you could do is just put that on a different screen and just, you know, whenever we're going to put the names as a ranking, we just go to that screen. You, you could still hear us, but not see us. Gotcha. Okay. 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 All right. I could. I could do that. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. All right. All right. There it is, everyone. We have our new a new member of the top ten, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, real real comeback story, specifically since <clears throat> the first two Thor movies are in our bottom three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Thor, Thor is in very good hands right now. Uh, all right, it's time to get to those plugs. Um, Christian, we'll start with you first. What do you like to plug? Yeah, speaking of Uncharted, uh, you can find, well, 
I, I introduced that segue way too. Early. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at ISO Christian over on Twitter while I while I talk about all the things that I'm currently doing, like playing Elden Ring, but also uh, my other projects, like my movie podcast. And speaking of Uncharted, uh, we did a it's bonus. To, I was about to do the theme. So <laughs> we did a bonus episode uh, this month uh, where we Aaron Cini came on and we talked about the movie Uncharted and we talked about like our legacy with the games and how we thought um, the f- games translated into film. It's a very fun episode. Um, and then I do a weekly gaming show every Wednesday at Podcast PXN. And then, of course, everything I do here for this channel at The Penultimate Conquest. You can find that on YouTube. Look forward to a new video coming. Uh, again, the new video I'm doing, uh, less kind of... Um, video gaming? It's more... It's less... What? Less video gaming? It is less video gaming, but less like kind of learning. It's more more entertainment. Like this is just like a very kind of... Almost like a... It's a listicle. Okay. So. That's fine. Like that was a rapper in the nineties. Listicle. <laughs> Listicle. Uh Ruben, what you got? So, um, you could find me, of course, on all the social medias at that guy Tuesday. Uh you could find the 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 channels <laughs> social I was gonna say the channels channel. The channels social. Um it's listed below it should be listed no, it's not listed below. Um uh, you know, Pen Conquests on Twitter. I believe I changed the Instagram to the Penultimate Conquest, and as well as uh, TikTok, which I haven't gotten around to at all. Um, listen, man. Yeah, that's all I got to say. We do have some new merch on the store, penultimateconquest.com slash merch. So go check those out. It's pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. That's all I got. Definitely check that out. Um, I am Eric C. Ginn on Twitter. Like I said, I'm in the middle of Horizon right now. Going to have that typed out. I'm doing a written review, so Christian's got those awesome, super awesome video editing skills. I just, I'm just going to write. That's what I'm going to do. That's fine. Uh, so, um, let's see. Other than that, oh, do, 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 do. you know, got Batman coming out Friday, which, you know, I was wondering what if we took a special Marvel Mondays episode and DCify it for one week Whoa, to review the Batman. That's crazy. I don't know how I feel about that. We could probably do a cross media show on Sunday. I would, yeah, I would say cross media. Okay. okay. If that's, All right. If you're up for yeah. it. <laughs> okay. We'll see. That's we'll see how that goes. Shaking things <laughs> up, this guy. <laughs> Thought we'd just have a special episode break into the multiverse here with different things. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, again, we're in like this weird period right now where we got Moon Knight in a month. So like going forward, we may have a fireside chat. We may take a week off. Who really knows? We'll we talk with each other to see what we're going to do. Uh, the next movie we are going to be reviewing is Black Panther. I'm really excited to review that one. That's going to be a fun one to talk about. Uh, so that may be next week's episode. It may be two weeks from now. Who knows? I know in this next two months, I would like to get my brother on for a fri- fireside chat. Oh, my God. he's a big, nice. big Doctor Strange fan. And uh, he is going to tell us all about the Sorcerer Supreme and why he's excited for Multiverse of Madness and where we think we're going to go with that one. Is this so going to be on the same screen or are you guys going to be discording it? We Discord. Okay. So um, I'm very interested to see what the Ginn brothers on, on screen. Do you 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but, uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, other than that, uh, please stay tuned here on this channel. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do. Um, Cause we got a lot of cool stuff coming this year. We got a lot of cool game reviews coming out. Christian's doing all his wonderful th stuff with videos. Ruben's got his streams going on. So stay tuned here because, you know, come Moon Knight and stuff, we're going to get into the real nitty-gritty of Marvel stuff. And very excited for that. We're going to have guests back on the show to talk Moon Knight. Nittiest of grittiest. Mm. Nittiest of gritties. Um, so other than that, that's all we have here for today. We hope we see you next time here on the Marvel Mondays Initiative. And until next time, Celsior. Celsior. I said next time twice. My bad. Ruben. That's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so bad. Eric, it's, it's totally it was, fine. It was such a blunder. Such it's a fine. blunder. It's not that big of a deal.